Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. And welcome to Miracle Internet Church. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and Brother Bill is here, and Brother Marshall is here somewhere. And we thank the Lord that we made it through another fast and almost through another year. Amen. Praise the Lord. That's a blessing, saints. There are people that started this year out with us that are gone. That's right. There was nothing else they could do for Jesus, for his kingdom. They're gone, and we're still here. We still have an opportunity. So I want to thank the Lord that I'm still here. I still have a voice. I can still preach the gospel to people who are willing to hear. I can still pray for people, witness to people, and cast demons out of people. I'm grateful to be here. I was called into the kingdom for such a time as this, and so were you. Amen? So, no matter what's going on in the world, it's a great day in the kingdom. Amen? It's a great day in the kingdom. We have not finished our work for the kingdom. We have much more work to do. And I'm grateful that the Lord has chosen us. You know, there's some people... You know, they're sitting in a church that's basically not doing much of anything but meeting, greeting, and getting in each other's business. They're not doing a whole lot. They're not very productive. Quite the contrary. We are productive. Amen? We're being productive in God's kingdom. That's important. So we want to thank the Lord that he has so graced us with this opportunity. Amen? Amen. And we want to live our lives in such a manner that God can continue to use us and use us all the more as we grow. Amen? Amen. That's right. They that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. We've got to trust our God, saints. Amen? So, I believe that things are going to begin to change more rapidly than we have seen. Amen? I believe that things are going to start to pick up momentum. And, as you know, God is with us. It's no need to get all excited. Remember, he told us not to fret. God is moving. Yes, he is moving in the earth. It looks like... uh, Complete bedlam, but he's moving. It looks like every uh, place you might have assumed, well, this is like this, and you lean on it and it crumbles underneath your elbow. Don't worry about it. God is moving. Amen? God is moving. He's doing the work that he's intended to do. He's already told us in the scriptures that certain things were going to happen. Well, they're happening. Amen? They're happening right in front of our eyes. Amen? So we shouldn't be all up in arms about it because he's already told us. He let us know ahead of time. 
So we're going to be fine. But we're going to continue to fast and pray and seek the Lord. We're going to continue to draw closer to him. We're going to continue to witness to others. We're going to continue to pray for those that the Father is drawing to come into the kingdom. Amen? We're going to keep standing for these things. We're going to have a closer relationship with our Savior. Amen? We're going to keep going because that's what we're called to do. We're called to keep going in the Lord. You see, when new people that are like that gentleman, that recording artist that we prayed about on Wednesday night, when these people come in, they have to see some people that are stable in the Lord that have produced some fruit in their lives. They have to see people that have produced enough fruit for them to say, wow, I wish I had that. And we're called to be that people. They're people that you have to influence. But you have to grow to the place where you're able to bear the fruit that will influence them. You're on your way there. Don't stop and start looking at way back there. No, just keep focused on Jesus and let's keep going forward. Amen? There are people that you may never say anything to verbally, but they've been observing your life and your lifestyle. And your life and your lifestyle is witnessing to them. It's showing them what is right and what is pleasing to the Lord. Keep doing it. Keep doing right. Yes, the enemy will come against you for doing right. That's what he does. You saw he did that to Jesus. He did it to Paul. He did it to Peter. He'll do it to you too. Amen? Yes, the enemy's going to come against you for doing right, but keep doing right. Somebody's watching the light that is in your life. They're not going to say anything to you. They're just going to observe. And the testimony that will come from your witnessing will be astounding. It'll be part of what God uses to transform their lives. So don't think, well, I'm going through all this. I'm getting better. I'm getting freer. But I don't feel like anything's happening. You see everything God sees. You can't see everything God sees. You don't know everything God knows. And your life in Christ is a bright light in this dark world. Keep shining. Keep shining for him. Give him the glory from your life. Keep shining for him. Amen? Let God use you his way. Praise the Lord. Allow God to use you his way. It may not be the way you planned or hoped or dreamed, but he's going to do it his way. Let him. He's God. Can't he have his way? You've been pleading for your way. 
let God have his way. Amen? Let him use you the way he wants to use you. You think you're supposed to do it this way. Well, maybe he doesn't want it that way with that person. If you stop trying to put yourself in a mold that you have pre-programmed in your own mind and heart, you'll do a lot better. Amen? Just release yourself to the Holy Spirit. Release yourself to the Lord and say, Lord, use me as you see fit. That's how I ended up here. I, I had thought I was going to do something else. But one day I just said, Lord, just use me as you see fit. Well, that's how I got here. So, saints, do do what God wants you to do. You said, well, Lord, they need somebody to witness to them. But if he didn't send you over there, why are you going? Amen? Deciding in advance who you think you are spiritually. Just be who you are, and God will do what he wants to do. Amen? Let God get the glory his way. Praise the Lord. I'm so glad you're here tonight, and I truly enjoyed this fast. And you say, well, Pastor, how can you say you enjoyed the fast when your your arm got hurt? Well, I enjoyed the fast because even though, even though I hurt my arm, God fixed it. And he showed me what I'd been doing wrong so that it got hurt. Amen? And the hurt went away. Amen. Praise God. I didn't realize that I'd been doing harm to my own body by certain movements and doing certain things. Amen? I didn't realize that. But God showed it to me. He showed me all the little things that I'd been doing that that hurt my arm. And so on the fast, he let me find out. And so now I'm doing things differently. And that's what happens on a fast. God brings to the surface things that just aren't right. And if we respond to him properly, he heals that area, he fixes it, and he sends us on his way. Amen? He's going to keep bringing things to the surface if we allow him to. That's what he does. He wants us to be pure and holy, just like him. That's the desire, pure and holy, just like him. You know, without spot, wrinkle, or any such thing. So, we get, we, it's like getting a bath. You need it. Has there ever been a time you had a bath that you didn't need one? Not too many times, I'm pretty sure. You usually need one. It's usually proactive to get one. Amen? (laughs) Yes, it's usually proactive to get a bath. So, you see, God is working on us, 
and he's doing a little bit here and a little bit there, a little bit here, a little bit there, and we can't see how it's all connected. But when he pulls it all together, bam, there it is. There it is. Amen. You said, but I thought I was doing much better than this. Well, God knows the truth. You have high expectations. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Amen. You know, if the Lord actually showed us all of the things that are wrong with us all at once, we couldn't bear it all. We couldn't. We couldn't take all that. Because we keep ourselves going in part by saying, you know, I'm not that bad. I'm not as bad as I used to be. That's true, but we're still on our way to where we ought to be. Amen. It's a good day. It's a great day in the kingdom. Amen. We are seeing things that other people had desire to see, but they left. They had to go home. We're the ones that are supposed to walk through these dark days. And they're getting darker and darker. But the light in us should be shining brighter and brighter. Amen? The light in us should be showing brighter and brighter and brighter with every single day. Yes, it's dark outside, and it's going to get darker still. But we need to be glowing so people can see the difference see the difference. You see, they have blinded eyes. The enemy has blinded their eyes, so they don't see. They think everything's the same everywhere, but it's not the truth. The day comes when the blinders fall off. Amen? And they can see the difference and realize they've been looking at it all the time, but they didn't recognize what they were looking at. So you see, you can't let your light grow dim, and you can't just say, oh, I'm not getting anywhere. you got to keep shining. It's like a lighthouse. There are ships that are out at sea that are having a hard time in the dark trying to find their way to the port. But the lighthouse doesn't stop shining. The light keeps going so the ships can focus on the light, and find their way home. Amen? Amen. So let's praise the Lord and give him glory. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. You know there was this old song, old church song, And it goes, if it was for the lighthouse, where would my ship be? You see, there's usually somebody in a person's life that they can focus on and get a glimpse of Jesus in the natural. He stops being, you know, the man up there in the sky somewhere. And they can see him in a human being. It gives them hope. So they know 
that God really is real because they can see him in you. It's important that they see him in us, faith. It's extremely important. So let's let everybody see Jesus in us. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we just want to thank you for every day that we live and every opportunity that we have to give glory and honor to your name, to be ambassadors for the kingdom of God, to allow your love and your light to flow through us, to allow men, women, boys, girls to come to know Jesus through seeing him live through us. The Bible says that he that winneth souls is wise. We want to thank you for that wisdom, the wisdom to win souls your way. Help us, Lord, to turn in our predetermined ideas of how we're going to do it. Help us to just trust you in the moment and to allow you and to use us, yield it to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit doesn't go, don't you go. The Holy Spirit doesn't open the mouth. Don't you jump out there and open the mouth. You wait for the Holy Spirit. Amen? You wait for him. You wait for him. He's God. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for honoring us and blessing us during this fast. I have experienced your presence. I've enjoyed your presence. I've laughed with you. I've prayed with you. I've agreed with you and many other things. But, Lord, there are still people don't have a clue who you are. And we want them to know you. So, Father, all of these people that are becoming disillusioned with their government or with their political party or with their leader or with whatever it is they've become disillusioned about, we ask that you use that very disillusionment to draw them to your son Jesus. We place that disillusionment, Father, in your hands. And we say, do with it as you see fit. All that discouragement and all that anger, feeling helpless, we ask you to use those things, Lord, to draw them to the Lord Jesus. When they can't find anything else to trust in, let them find Jesus to be faithful. We're about to celebrate, Father, that time that season of the year that was assigned to us to celebrate the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. You came to bring good news. God had not forgotten about mankind. No, God was active and ready to move. We are eternally grateful for all that you did, truly, Even for God, it must be painful to watch your son be treated as humans treated him. Even for God. But you loved us so much 
you chose to love us, that you remain committed to us throughout the entire process and beyond. We love you for the commitment, Father. We thank you for your faithfulness to us. We thank you that your grace and mercy never fail us. You're always there to pick us all down and to let us learn from our mistakes. Thank you for the growth and the growth process. Thank you for the growth and the growth process. Help us to remain humble during the process, Father. Help us to allow ourselves to die to self. Help us to allow ourselves to die to self, that you might get the glory. We give you praise, Lord. There is no one like you. You are God and there is no one else. None can do what you can do. All others are liars. And we've come to know that. We thank you, Lord, that you're teaching us not to trust in our own opinions and our own feelings, to believe you and to act on your word. Thank you for the newfound strength, Father. We give you praise for it. In Jesus' name, we thank you for the word of God, for the armor of God, for the power of God, for the faith of God. We thank you for the word of God dwelling richly in our hearts. We thank you for what you're developing Miracle Outreach Ministries into. The ministry is growing. It's developing. It's in your hands. It's yours, kill Lord, because you've just begun to work. You've just begun to work. We thank you for the warring linking angels that surround us, the praising angels, the wall of fire with your glory in the midst, but most of all, you being in our midst, Father. We thank you for coming in our midst, for gathering two or more of us together and you coming to join us. We welcome you and we honor you. We thank you, praising angels, for the ministering spirits and for the word that you will minister to us tonight. Our hearts are ready to hear from you. And we thank you for the blessings that you have bestowed upon us. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you're our first-time listener, Welcome in the name of the Lord. This is a church. We're not just a ministry. We are a church, a C-H-U-R-C-H. We have a pastor. I'm the pastor. Amen? And welcome. We welcome you in the name of the Lord. We encourage everyone to join us in our chat room, and our chat room is located on our webpage. Our webpage is MiracleInternetChurch.com, MiracleInternetChurch.com. 
And when the page comes up, whether you're on a a laptop, a tablet, if you've used your cell phone, when the page comes up, across the banner it says MIC Radio Chat. Click that link. When the page changes, click Guest. When the page changes, sign in using your own name. No, your name is not Guest. Amen? That's not on your birth certificate. Amen. Praise the Lord. Use your name and greet the saints that are already in the chat room, and they will greet you in the name of the Lord. If you're on a cell phone, use your browser to find MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the page comes up across the banner, you'll see three white lines against a black background. Click the three white lines, not the picture. And all the other links will open to you, and you can follow those same instructions. Amen? If you are listening and you're not accustomed to listening to us, you'll need to, and we're live on the air, you'll need to listen through your cell phone. And that number remains, area code 319-527-6235, and press 1. 319-527-6235, and press 1. Now, if you're coming up after we're off the air, then you may go to our archive sermons. How do I find it? It's right across the banner, and it says archive sermons. You just click the link and then scroll down till you get to the service of choice. We have over 12 years of worship services under archive sermons. We are certain that there is something there that the Holy Spirit wants you to hear seriously wants you to hear. So by all means, ask him to take you into the archive sermons and take you to the sermon that he wants to preach to you because he has things to say that you need to hear and you need to receive. Amen? Praise the Lord. We want to thank the Lord for you. And we're going to continue with our prayers. Father, I want to thank you for every breakthrough that the persons that we prayed for received in Jesus' name. I want to thank you for every breakthrough that they received, Lord. We lift them up to you in the name of Jesus, and we ask for continued blessings in their lives in Jesus' name. Amen. And we want to thank you for all the blessings and healings and breakthroughs that we have received, Lord. Help us to continue to love one another through prayer and intercession, Lord. Help us to support one another, to encourage one another in the chat room every day. It's a good day when your family cares about you and they let you know it. Amen? And we let one another know it. We come up in the chat room and we give each other the love of God. We use the scriptures. We have something nice to say, some encouraging words. I usually have some information. Amen? God loves us, and we're learning how to love one another in Christ. Amen? Praise the Lord. Mm. Amen. Father, we want to thank you that you're our shepherd, Lord, and that you supply all of our needs. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
You supplied all of our needs according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus our Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we request from you, Father, provision in the life of each member of Miracle Outreach Ministry. We want to thank you for this provision, Lord, and this provision in abundance. Everyone doesn't need the same thing, but all of us need something. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for our needs being met, Father. In Jesus' name. Thank you for our needs being met. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, you are the joy that gives us strength. We thank you. Father, in the name of Jesus, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we redesign and we cancel all demonic assignments and satan satanic agendas against the righteous in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and their powers. In Jesus' name. We close and seal all portals, all channels, all open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar demons, electronic, digital, technology demons, and their attacks, all Leviathan spirits, their attacks, brainwashing spirits, kundalini spirits, their attacks, water and marine spirits, their attacks, all sex devils, their attacks, unclean spirits, Passive devils, their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust spirits, all sorcery devils and their attacks, all seducing, womanizing, and drone spirits and their attacks. We bind the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, every injury to the brain. Those of you that have had injuries to your head or to your brain, Put your hand on your head now. 
Sila la dio sunde da breka de di dio sula la leakai. Runge de da brisha da da broka de di ele de dio soto rabra. Kisha da rungo do rungo do rabra sela di dio sela di ele da brisha sela di asi. Rike de do do rungo do rabra sela da brike de di dio soto rabra sela di di asaha. Yarra gisa de da brusha la di dio soto rabra. Eha. Sharra kaharisi de da brisha. Submerged under the blood of Jesus. Wrapped in the blood stripes of Jesus Christ. We thank you for healing, Father, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you for healing in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. We take authority, dominion, and power over electromagnetic attacks, smart technology, and particle attacks, techno-paganism, and mind control by the occult. Amen. We bind all injuries and all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons, all whoredom spirits and their attacks, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer and the seducer and their attacks, all targeted radio frequencies, all pulse weapons and their attacks, all microwave attacks, all debilitating sonic frequencies of every druid we bind in Jesus' name. We bind all hypnotic and trance devils in their attacks, all mystic rituals in their intent. We bind all microwave frequency weapons, 5G, everything coming off the satellites. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Everything coming off the cell towers and through our devices. We bind force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crime, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, and binding all vibrations which are demons in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We bind all mystic rituals and their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, American, European. Chinese, Every cult, Every coven, All religious organizations serving Satan. Wherever they may be, we bind all Haitian witchcraft, all Caribbean, Jamaican, Latin American, 
South American, North American, European, Asian, Black magic and white magic in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the end. We return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect, and we bind all satanic ritual abuse, devil, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedication. Father, we bind the witchcraft dedications that are permeating the lives of the members of Miracle Outreach Ministries in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We bind the formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, corrupt, assassinate, divide, confound, undermine, attack, reproach, despise, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools, the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind food lust, addiction, addictions of, of every kind. We bind gambling spirits in Jesus' name, alcoholic addictions in Jesus' name. We bind gluttony in the name of Jesus Christ. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic, Weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, right, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights in Jesus' name, we return to sender all black magic, all jujus, all witchcraft that's indigenous to certain tribes. We return to sender in Jesus' name. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending, the New World Order, New Age Movement, the Great Reset, make-believe, fantasy, fables, enchantments, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, and the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, 
Transcendental Meditation, Antichrist Ideologies and Doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic Spirits and Practices, Lutheran's Perversions, The Outworking of Vain Deceit, Death Spirits, Spirits of Destruction, Chaos and Mayhem, Oppression, Depression, am- Anarchy, Premonition, Clairvoyance, ESP, Telepathy, Psychokinesis, Out-of-Body Experiences, Reincarnation, Haunting, Poltergeist, Astral Travel, Psychic Healing, Demonic Meditation, Spirit Guides, and Defilement by Wizards. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the King of Pride and all of his workers. All of the spirits. And we chain you with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name, all animal sacrifice. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72 in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We break the power of every Masonic uh, curse, every Masonic ritual, every Masonic ceremony, every Masonic rite, their vows, their pledges. We bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the grip and the work of the associated organizations in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord. We bind false deities, Isis, Osiris, all gods, all goddesses, and Kali in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. We undo the works of all and every demonic weapon, fireball, poison, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic, Weapons, prompting, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, vortexes, in Jesus' name. And we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind insanity, pride, and foolishness of our own opinions, the work of errors in our lives. And we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head, according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all, and we loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassment, and witchcraft back on their own heads, as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement, on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. 
The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Praise the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we break the power of all the spirits coming through our computers and through our technology in Jesus' name. We bind and cut away from us every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, transferred to us. We bind them and tell them to leave them now. Leave us now in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially those that are being persecuted and that were left behind in Afghanistan. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Father, we lift up to you all of those who have been in prison concerning the J6 issue, the January 6th issue of this year. We place their very lives into your hands, Father. We plead the merits of the blood of Jesus over them, and we thank you for vindicating them in Jesus' holy name. Let them know, Father, that the body of Christ has not forgotten them and that we are still lifting them before the throne of God in Jesus' name. We cover ourselves and our transportation with the blood of Jesus. The road we travel, we take authority, dominion, and power over any spirit that would cause us harm any object or situation that would bring difficulty and harm and tragedy into our lives in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over illegal spirits attempting to trespass our property. In the name of Jesus, we command them to be gone in Jesus' name. We command them to leave in the name of Jesus and never return. We bind them. And we send them away from us now in Jesus' name. We forbid them to come onto our property. We forbid them to trespass in any way in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, for maintaining the integrity of our boundaries in Jesus' name. Father, we ask for Jesus to be a fence around us. We will not allow come into our personal space that should not be there in the name of Jesus to leave a curse or impart a demon or any such thing in the name of Jesus. We command them to stay away from us in the name of Jesus Christ. We forbid them from entering our personal space in the name of Jesus. We thank you that the wall of fire is surrounding us. And, Father, we ask you to release our angels to attack whenever they attempt to violate the boundaries in Jesus' name. Those spirits that are motivating them are coming to do us harm. And we send that harm right back on that demon in the name of Jesus Christ.
We cover ourselves and our property and all that pertains to our lives with the blood of Jesus, and that includes our, our dreams. That includes our nights. That includes our days. We bind all the demons of the night, bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anyone attempting to get into our dreams to feed us or to do any such thing. Everything that was transpired as we slept, we bind it in the name of Jesus Christ, and we send it right back where it came from according to the covenant in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, that you will do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. We pull out all sharp pains in the name of Jesus Christ. We send that witchcraft back where it came from in the name of Jesus. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, and all voodoo, witchcraft, and curses, and we send it back where it came from in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We burn, we destroy, we cut down ungodly silver cords and ley lines, and we disconnect ourselves from all ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consent. We sever ourselves from them. Garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. Thank you, Lord. We break down and destroy walls of protection around unrighteousness in Jesus' name and around our witches, warlocks, wizards, Satanists, globalists, nanotechnology, and shamans, sorcerers, and divinators in the name of Jesus. We break the power of every vex, hex, curse, love spell, charm, fetish, psychic prayers and thoughts, witchcraft, spells, sorcery, magic, voodoo, sickness, pain, torment, psychic prayers, psychic warfare, prayer chains, chantings, root works, crystals, tribal rituals, sin, and every evil thing sent against us in Jesus' name. We return it from whence it came in the name of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over brain fault in the name of Jesus. We bind it in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over early onset dementia. We command it to get up and come out of us. You are bound in the name of Jesus. You must leave. You are not a part of the inheritance that we have received from our Father through Jesus Christ. You must go now. We command you to leave. We thank you, Father, for releasing your warring angels to war against these spirits that have warred against us. Should there be anything in the natural, Father, that we ought to do, we thank you for bringing it to our immediate attention that we might become obedient to your will in Jesus' name. We ask you, Father, to order our thoughts. We bind double-mindedness. We bind disorientation. We bind scattered thoughts. We bind randomness in Jesus' name. We command it to be bound, come up and out of us in the name of Jesus. You have no right to be there. Come out in the name of Jesus. Deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough, and deep breath and cough. In the name of Jesus, we take possession of the sound mind that Jesus Christ has given to us. We take full possession of the sound mind in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over ringing in the ears, especially when we come up on blog talk to do warfare. We send that attack back from whence it came in the name of Jesus. 
It is not ours. Our Father did not order this for us. And so we hand it right back to those demons now in the name of Jesus. Those shrill sounds, they didn't come from heaven. So we send them back in the name of Jesus. We will not have them. We reject them in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, for your intervention in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind spirits of wizardry, sorcery, envy, jealousy, bitterness, murder, and hate in the name of Jesus Christ. And we destroy all the works that you have done against us in Jesus' name. Your influence is destroyed in the name of Jesus. We bind spirits of blindness, spiritual blindness, spirits of bondage, spirits of fear in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for coming to set the captive free in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen, amen, amen. And I release a blessing over the church, over the body of Christ, in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. All right. Let's see. Our featured psalm for this evening's worship service is Psalm 82. Our verses for meditation come from the book of Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 21 through 23. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 21 through 23. Our featured ebook is The Christian Matrix, Christians and the Occult. Christians and the Occult. There are those of you who are dealing with this situation. This would be a good book to read. In the name of Jesus. And the link is in the chat room. Call-in number remains, area code 319-527-6235, and press 1. That's area code 319-527-6235, and press 1. Tonight, saints, the Lord wants to talk to us about call on the Lord. Call on the Lord. Hmm. I wonder what she's going to say. Well, we're about to find out. Amen? Saints, we are certainly experiencing the blessings of seeking the Lord. Amen? Amen. We are certainly experiencing the blessings of seeking the Lord. Praise God. Yes, we are. Amen. We are certainly experiencing these blessings. They are many. 26, verse 5. 2 Chronicles, chapter 26, verse 5. And he sought God in the days of Zechariah who had understanding in the visions of God. And as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. 
as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. Well, what do you think of that? Amen. Saints like Zechariah and Uzziah in this chapter, we should always be eager to please the Lord. Amen? We should always be eager to please the Lord. As long as we follow the paths of the Lord, we will prosper, and God will bless us. Psalm 116, verse 9. Psalm 116, verse 9. Psalm 116, verse 9. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the of the living. Well, what do you mean by that, Pastor? It means I'll live my life moment by moment under the Lord's jurisdiction, under his statutes, his covenant, his commandments, while I'm alive on this planet. Every moment of my life, while I'm yet here, and I yet have breath in my body, I will live my life cognizant of the Lord and his presence in this world and in my heart. That's what I mean. Amen? That's what I mean. I won't go off living like, okay, I'm my own person. I can do whatever I want to do, say whatever I want to say, and so on and so on and so on. No. You see, I belong to Jesus, and I have to reflect who he is at every moment. I don't belong to myself. I belong to the Lord. Amen? Verse 11, Psalm 116, beginning with verse 11. I said in my haste, all men are liars. What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits toward me? You need to ask yourself that question, and you need to provide yourself with a ready answer. What will you do for the Lord unto God for all of his many benefits toward you? What are you going to do about it? Verse 13, I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vow unto the Lord now in the presence of all his people. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. O Lord, truly, I am thy servant. I am thy servant and the son of thine handmaid. Thou hast loosed 
my bond. God's brought deliverance. He set me free. He's broken the bonds of prison for me. I'm glory bound, kingdom to see. For glory to God, he has set me free. You know, that was a wonderful song we used to sing. He set me free. Thou has loosed my bond. I will offer to thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving. The sacrifice of thanksgiving. No, we don't have to go kill a bull. Jesus has already been offered as the Lamb of God, which took away the sins of the world. I will offer to thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving and will call upon the name of the Lord. Did you know, saints, that gratitude is truly healing? Gratitude, if we allow it to sink into our hearts and into our spirits, will heal some of the things in our lives that have plagued us. But you see, in order to reach that place, we have to be willing to put away the mindset that brings murmuring and complaining. And we have to be willing to change, to transform to the mindset that says in everything, everything, I'll give thanks to the Lord. Because this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning me. For me to give thanks to him in everything. Amen? Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18. The Lord says to us, come now and let us reason together. Let's be reasonable. Let's work this out, God's saying. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they're the deepest red, though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If ye be willing and obedient, willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land, but If you refuse and rebel, ye shall be devoured with the sword. Why? For the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. So we have a choice. We can be willing and obedient, do it God's way, not our way, and we get to eat the good of the land. But if we decide that we just aren't interested in doing it like that, we're going to experience levels of destruction because God says so. And he watches over his word to perform it. Amen? Amen. Praise God. 
it is extremely important that we learn not to be disobedient to him. Extremely. I can't explain to you how extreme it really is, but it's extremely important that we learn not to be disobedient to him. Proverbs chapter 3, beginning with verse 5. Proverbs chapter 3, beginning with verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Well, what does that mean? That means that you come to the place progressively where you believe the Lord so intently and you place your full trust and dependence on him that you will not move by your own little thoughts and inclinations. You won't move. You'll sit there and you'll wait for the word of the Lord and the prompting of the Holy Spirit. You won't move out on your own. You won't be, I got to go, I got to go, I got to go. You won't do that. You will wait before the Lord until he releases you or until he directs you, whatever the case may be. And you won't lean to your own understanding. You know you thought you had it figured out in your head. And while you're waiting, your own ideas come to pound you in the mind. And they say, but such and such and such, and but this and this and that, and but this and but that, and but this and this and that. And finally, you just shut your own thoughts off. You actually execute 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 5. You cast down your own imagination and every high thought that you have that's against the word of God, against the will of God, against the plan of God, against the timing of God. them down, and you acknowledge him in every single way, every single step, every many step, you go to God first, and you allow him, you submit to him, and you allow him to direct your path. That means you're not in the driver's seat. You're not in the driver's seat. You're not the co-pilot either. Woe unto them that are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Stop being such a suchy much, such a hard-headed, such a know-it-all. Worship the Lord, fear the Lord, and depart from evil. Amen. We understand. This, these scriptures is a great help in this matter. If we want a long and satisfying life, we must closely follow the Lord and yield to the Holy Spirit at all times. At all times. We are encouraged to place the word of God deeply 
in our heart. Now, saints, if you're still coming up with your own idea and you're headed off in the direction you think is right, but God didn't give you a go-ahead and an okay, you violated the word. Amen. You know, it has to come to the point that there is not a day or a time or an event when you don't observe and obey and execute Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 7. Amen. Yes, we must grow there. It's a must-needs-be kind of thing. You see, it's too dangerous and too dark outside for you to go bebopping off in your own bright idea. You have to stay close to the Holy Spirit. You, I can remember when mothers used to wear these big skirts, when women wore skirts, and that was in fashion. And their little children wouldn't run very far away from her. They'd be clinging on to those skirts. And if something frightening showed up, maybe a motorcycle, and they didn't see it coming, they just heard this loud noise, they'd go right up under that skirt. I mean, in about two seconds, they, you couldn't find anything but their feet. Well, we need to learn to live that close to the Holy Spirit. We need to be holding on. That's what we need to do. Amen? We are encouraged to place the word of God deeply in our hearts, not superficially across the mind, deeply in our hearts. Many of us desire favor with God and with man. We don't want to be seen by others as kooky Christians. You know, she started going to church and now she's gotten all weird. But instead, we want to be esteemed as a people with good judgment, and common sense. We want to be esteemed as persons with good judgment and common sense. The road of transition from where we are now to a righteous reputation involves trusting the Lord completely. You see, we have to learn this. It's not optional. It's not an on-again, off-again thing. It's constant, penetrating, and imperative. This was the focus of our fast. We must obey the Lord more and trust him more. We must refrain from trusting ourselves and depending on our own thought, opinions, gifts, 
and expectations. That's right. We must decrease or else he won't increase in us. We must needs be decreased. All for Jesus. Amen. Every single event, we must put the Lord first. We must put the Lord first. When we honor him in this manner, he will direct us and bless our work with success. Well, what was wrong with the way I wanted to do it, you say? What I wanted to do was such and such and such, and it it would have worked out. What was wrong with what I wanted to do? It wasn't what God was telling you to do. It wasn't what God wanted at that time. You see, you got to learn to obey God. Well, my idea was good. God's idea is great. Amen? There's no point in settling on good when you can have great. When we honor him in this manner, he will direct us and bless our work with success. We must run away from being conceited. So certain and so sure of our own way and our own wisdom. Instead, we must deeply trust and reverence the Lord. We must deeply trust and reverence the Lord. Reverence him. Reverence him to the point that we wouldn't do anything that might not please him. You see, when you do that, you shut the door on plotting and planning to do things your way. When you reverence the Lord more fully, you shut the door on doing what you thought. There's a place in reverencing the Lord. All you want to do is his will. No more, no less, nothing else. But we have to grow to that place, saints. Amen. That place exists. And it doesn't have to be transitory. It can be continuous and ongoing. We can come to reverence the Lord so deeply that we are afraid to do anything that displeases him. We're afraid to attempt to circumvent authority. We're afraid to attempt to deceive. We're afraid to do certain things 
because we know that those things are sin. We're afraid to act foolishly because we know that our God is wisdom. There's no foolishness that we should be interested in. There is a place, but we must grow there. Amen? We must turn our back on all beliefs, behaviors, traditions, and desires which do not honor the Lord. Amen. That's what it means to sanctify the Lord in your heart. He becomes your fear and your dread, not anybody or anything else. Then we will be blessed with renewed health and vitality. Renewed health and vitality. Psalm 119, verse 112. Psalm 119, verse 112. Psalm 119, verse 112. I have inclined my heart. See, this person has worked on their own heart with the Lord. I have inclined my heart to perform thy statutes always. Really? That's right. That's what I've done. I've spent serious time seeking the Lord. And I've been dealing with my own heart. And in so dealing with my own heart, I have come to the place. I've come to the place where my heart knows that there is but one way for us to go. I'm going to perform your statues always, even unto the end. I am determined to obey you until I die. I'm determined. I'm sold out on this, that I will obey you no matter what it takes until I die. I will not turn aside. I don't want to be bothered with those who are undecided on whether or not to obey you. My choice has been made clear. It is determined. I am committed. I love your law. Amen? That's what that means. That's what that means. Verse 166, Psalm 119, verse 166. Verse 119, Psalm 119, verse 166. Lord, I have hope for thy salvation. 
and done thy commandments. I've obeyed you, Lord. As much as within me lies, I am committed to obeying you. At every moment, at every turn, under every circumstance, committed to obeying you. Saints, when we address the Lord in prayer, we are required to rid ourselves of the present disobedience first. We are required, when we come before the Lord, to rid ourselves of the present disobedience first. Deuteronomy chapter 1, beginning with verse 43. Deuteronomy chapter 1, beginning with verse 43. Deuteronomy chapter 1, beginning with verse 43. So I spake unto you, and ye would not hear. Lord says, I tried to talk to you, but you wouldn't listen but rebelled against the commandment of the Lord and went presumptuously up into the hill. You just presumed and you're just going to, and of course God's going to cover me and God loves me and nothing bad's going to happen to me because God, and the blood, the blood, the blood. Well, guess what? You were in rebellion, rebellion, rebellion. Hello. And the Amorites, which dwelt in that mountain, came out against you. And here comes the devil. And chased you as bees do. And destroyed you. And ye returned and wept before the Lord. Hard head, stiff neck, not repentant. But the Lord would not hearken to your voice nor give ear unto you. Yes, God has the right to do that. Yes, he does. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 15. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 15. This is a relationship. You know, people like to look at Christianity as a religion. But what we have is a relationship with the true and living God. It's a relationship. You give in. You put into this relationship. God does does certain things in the relationship. It's not something that's stagnant. It's something that's fluid. It's not stagnant. If it's stagnant, you need to get on your face. You need to seriously seek the Lord. It's fluid. It has movement. This relationship is vital. It's essential. It's not to be taken lightly. Your entire life is consumed in it. It must take first priority. Praise the Lord. 
Isaiah chapter 1, verse 15. And when ye spread forth your hands, I will hide mine eyes from you. Yes, when ye make many prayers, I will not hear. Your hands are full of blood. See? We can't just show up before God any kind of way. You know, you just finished cussing your wife out, and you think, well, it's time for me to get into the scriptures and bind the devil. Really? You just finished saying nasty things, and you think it's okay to go bebop before God. Rethink that. Or you all had a disagreement earlier in the day, but you still got some of that rancor inside your heart. Well, you can't present before God with that. She said this and you said that, and she said this and you had way too much to say. You have to care how you present yourself before the Lord. It has to matter. It has to matter. Praise the Lord. Hosea chapter 5, verse 6. Hosea chapter 5, verse 6. Hosea chapter 5, verse 6. They shall go with their flocks and with their herds to seek the Lord. But they shall not find him. He hath withdrawn himself from them. Can do this. He can. He can know you from afar off. God resists the proud. Yes, he does. You have to be humble when you come before the Lord. He resists the proud. He's not playing. He means business. All your pride has got to go. All of everybody's pride has got to go. Every bit of it. Amen. Every bit of it. We have to be truthful and transparent when we come before the Lord. And some of us still aren't ready to be truthful or transparent. It is important to maintain full connection and communication with our God. It is important to maintain a full connection and communication with our God. Our lives, our very lives, depend on it. Our lives depend on it. Gone is the time when we can wander off into self-will without reaping the consequences. Gone is the time when we can wander off into self-will without reaping the consequences. Nor can we present ourselves 
before the Lord, being full of unbelief and fear. God's saying the time is over for that. Come be bopping up before the throne, loaded with unbelief and fears. No, you've got to unload that. You've got to you've got to put that aside. It's got to go. You've been taught too much word miracle to still carry the same unbelief that you had last year this time. You've been taught too much word. You've been exposed to too much grace of God to still be carrying around the same fear, the same unbelief that you had a year ago. We're entering chronologically into a new year. And something needs to be left behind. Amen? Yes, the Lord is forgiving and merciful to us, but saints, it's time to grow up. It's time to grow up. You've been lying, conceal your little dirty work that you've done in what you think is secrecy. Don't you think it's time to put that away? You want to boast about your maturity in Christ and this, that, and the other, and all this and all that and all the other, but you're still doing the same crime that you were doing a year ago. And God is saying, it's time up for that. It's time to grow up. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11. First Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11. When I was a child, you know this scripture, come on. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Hello. God is serious about this growing up stuff, but I'm here to inform you that that was an erroneous thought. He most certainly is. It's time to put away childishness. Amen? We're not binding it every fast for you to hold on to it. No, it's got to go. Childishness has got to go. Amen? You're not a child anymore. In fact, you have grandchildren. Being childish has to go. You've got grown children. Childishness has got to go. Praise the Lord. Amen. Psalm 32. Psalm 32, beginning with verse 8. Psalm 32, beginning with verse 8. God says, I will instruct thee and teach thee. I will instruct thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eye. 
Be ye not as the horse or as the mule. We're familiar with a mule, aren't we? Which have no understanding, whose mouth has got to be literally physically controlled. Why? Whose mouth must be held in with bit and bridle, lest they come near unto thee. They're going to act out. The mouth will act out. Amen. Praise the Lord. Job chapter 9, verse 16. Job chapter 9, verse 16. If I had called and he had answered me, yet would I not believe that he had hearkened unto my voice. God says, look, you're not going to be able to use this as an excuse anymore. You're not going to be able to use this as an excuse. It's not going to wash. You know that same old excuse? You know, everybody has their own set of excuses that they give God every single time something pops up. You know, some people, I think a lot of people have learned this one isn't going to work. Well, I I was never raised that way, And, 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 and on and on. You know, everybody's got their excuse. Well, God's saying it's time out for the excuses, please. He's heard them repeatedly, and it's time for you to conform to his will. The excuses need to go. They really do. Because he has provided you such grace, such power, such mercy, that you can, you can do better. You can do better than a pity party. You can do better than whining. You can do better than a continual chorus of if I would have, should have, could have. You can do better now. So now that you know better, God is expecting you to do better. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. See, in in Job, what the person is saying is, if I called on God and he'd answered me, I still wouldn't believe that he'd hearkened unto my voice. That's like saying, I went to church and I was in serious pain all over my body came by and prayed for me, and God healed me instantly, and all the pain left. But I still don't believe God did it. That's what you're saying there. And God's saying, "Not not another time. Not one more time will you treat him that way. Not one more time. That's over. That level of unbelief, it's time for it to go. It can't stay. Praise the Lord. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. You should be there now. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. 
You can't present to God with no faith at all. Why? Because he's given to every man the measure of faith to believe him. He's given to you the measure of faith to believe. You just have to do it. Yes. You may ask for more. But it's not as if you have nothing to work with. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. Must. M-U-S-T. Must believe. That he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. The problem with it is that some of us get up too soon. Praise the Lord. Amen. Acts chapter 17, verse 30. Acts chapter 17, verse 30. The book of Acts chapter 17, verse 30. And in, and the times of this ignorance, God winked at. Well, see, he's not winking now. That's right. God's not winking now. But now commandeth all men everywhere to repent. That would include in the body of Christ. Amen. Saints, God is not blind. Every single sin in our lives that has not been properly acknowledged and effectively repented of. You know, not too long ago, I was pointing out to this saint that they had sinned, that they had come short. Well, it's commonplace for people to come short, but you know, the Bible says we're supposed to be zealous to repent, but that didn't affect this thing. took months for that person to repent. Saints, when God points it out to you, he's expecting repentance right then. Praise the Lord. Well, I never heard that before. I beg to differ with you. It's not. I'm sorry, God. Repentance is a process whereby we come to recognize, to acknowledge, to become accountable for, to confess, and to determine to turn from our wrongdoing. You see, there's some behaviors and some beliefs and some traditions that are in our lives because we grew up that way. And so we think there's nothing wrong with it. But God sees it differently. And we're still behaving out of that old belief system. And he's saying it's time to cross over. It's time to cross over into righteousness, into holiness. Amen. You see, 
repentance is best friends with go and sin no more. Repentance is, they're so tight. Repentance and go and sin no more, they're really tight. Thicker than any thieves have ever been. I know you say, but I've repented of everything that I can think of. Well, that may be true. I won't disagree with you. But as we grow in our relationship with the Lord, he will point out to us issues that we have never considered. Amen. You know there was this song. And it went, search me, Lord. Search me, Lord. Just shine a little light from heaven on my soul. If you find anything that shouldn't be, take it out and straighten me. It didn't say change the whole world to suit me. No, straighten me up. Why? I want to be right. I want to be saved. I want to be whole. Amen? Praise the Lord. And some of us want to be right, but we need to want to be right even more. We need to want to be right even more. Psalm 119, verse 66. Psalm 119, verse 66. Psalm 119, verse 66. Teach me good judgment and knowledge. For I have believed thy commandments. Before I was afflicted, I went astray. But now have I kept thy word. Before there was trouble, I went off doing something else, Lord. But now see the error of my ways, and now I have obeyed thy word. Amen. Now. I'm changed. I'm not the same person. I do things differently now. Psalm 139, beginning with verse 1. Psalm 139, beginning with verse 1. O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my down-sitting and mine uprising. And thou understandest my thoughts afar off. Thou compassest my path and my lying down, and art acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, thou knowest it altogether. Amen. If we harbor 
unrepented sin in our hearts, the Lord says that he will not hear us. He knows we're out there trying to get his attention, but we better get it cleaned up. You see, before, we didn't have this level of maturity. We just did whatever we thought was right, pretty much. Okay, don't kill nobody. Don't rob a bank. And okay, and, 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 and don't commit adultery. Okay, I got it, God. Well, no, now you've, you've had greater exposure to the truth. And so God is expecting a different level of maturity in you. That's right. He's expecting a different level of maturity because you've been exposed to him, you've been exposed to his word, and he's been working on you, in you, and with you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Psalm 66, beginning with verse 18. Psalm 66, beginning with verse 18. I regard iniquity in mine heart. The Lord will not hear me. But verily, God hath heard me. He hath attended to the voice of my prayer. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. Isaiah chapter 59, beginning with verse 1. Isaiah chapter 59 beginning with verse 1. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save. No. God's hand isn't short. He can reach anywhere. Neither his ear heavy that it cannot hear. He can hear just fine. But, Your iniquity have separated between you and your God. So you're up all night instead of sleeping. And your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear. Praise the Lord. You see, remember we had that song not too long ago about nothing between my soul and my Savior. Nothing between. Well, we've got to keep it that way. Because our sin, well, obscure the vision of his face that we want to see. And he says he won't hear. Hmm. James chapter 5, verse 16. James chapter 5, verse 16. Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed. Thank you, Lord. 
The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Wow. He's let go of the sin and the iniquity. His prayer availeth much. Amen. Saints, sometimes we repent a part of the issue of sin. But we have not waited long enough for the Lord to open our understanding concerning our sin. Oh, Lord, forgive me all my sin. No, he needs to deal with you. To deal with you. Amen. We have a tendency to hit it and go. We need to change, saints. We must stop doubting the Lord. Our doubts cause problems for us. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 24. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 24. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 24. Because I have called and you refused. I have stretched out my hand, and no man regarded, but ye have set it not on my counsel, and with none of my reproof. I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear cometh. When your fear cometh as desolation, and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind. When distress and anguish cometh upon you. Then shall they call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. Amen. God's very serious about this changing. James chapter 1, beginning with verse 5. James chapter 1, beginning with verse 5. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. That giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. None of that vacillation. None of that back and forth. None of that double-mindedness. Those sins have to go. For he that wavereth is like the wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. Well, God's not going to erase the scriptures for you or for me or for anybody. His word lasts forever. And when he says you got to get rid of all that vacillation, all that double-mindedness, and then pouting when you don't get your answer when you expect it. He means it. That's what he that's what he wants us to understand. God is saying that he has called to us and attempted to get our full attention many times, but to no good result. He has pleaded with us through the preaching of the word, but we have not responded to him. Some of us have pushed away with contempt the Lord's counsel. His counsel and advice was scorned and rejected. That is why some of us are having to digest 
the bitter fruit of having our own way. That's why our experience has so much pain because of the pathway that we have chosen. All those who submit themselves to God and rid themselves of the big head, the know-it-all, the hard-headedness, and listen to God, they will live in peace and safety. These people will live in peace and safety. Holding to old resentment is not acceptable before God. No matter how many times we have forgiven in the past, we must continue to forgive and to pardon. God is merciful, and he does not maintain his anger. He is compassionate and forgive. In Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 12, Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 12, Go and proclaim these words toward the north and say, Return thou backsliding Israel, saith the Lord, and I will not mine anger to fall upon you. For I am merciful, saith the Lord, and I will not keep anger forever. See? Psalm 117, verse 2. Psalm 117, verse 2. Psalm 117, verse 2. For his merciful kindness is great toward us, and the truth of the Lord endureth forever. Praise ye the Lord. His merciful kindness is great toward us. Amen. See? We must allow the Lord to search and to judge our heart. Sometimes our motives are selfish, even self-centered. This does not bring glory to our Lord. James chapter 4, verse 3. James chapter 4, verse 3. Ye ask and receive not, because ye ask amiss. Ye may consume it upon your lust. Your motive's wrong. That's what that means. That's what that means. Sometimes our aim is to protect our own interests. Isn't this a disguise for fear? Well, isn't it? Is this really trusting the Lord with all of our heart when we're busy trying to protect our own interests? We come against others because we think that they want something that we think is ours. We want it our way. Could this be insecurities arising? Are we willing to recognize the truth and choose to change? Are we calling a snake a snake 
or are we treating it like a pet? Yes, we must learn to trust the Lord more so that we can become truthful, full of truth, ourselves and with our God. Amen? Amen. Truthful with ourselves and with our God. Brother Bill. Praise the Lord, Pastor Sabrina. Praise the Lord. Praise you, Lord. We have some wonderful praise reports tonight. Let's start with Sharon. Thank you, Lord, for loosing me from the thinking I can't afford to be off work. I've slept for two days. It's refreshing. I'm not worried about being off work for two days now. Lord, I know you. And that's a blessing within itself. Thank you for loving me. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Gina has a praise report, too. Though the fast is not over, I thank you, Father, for opening the huge window for me to collect family stories from relatives. I'm seeing myself differently, which is freeing me to be more compassionate to myself. I'm not an island. I'm beginning to feel connected. Praise God. Thank you for MIC. Praise you, Lord. That's a wonderful testimony. Dana has a praise report. Praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. After Pastor Sabrina paid for prayed for me last week, I felt significantly better in my body, much more like my normal self. Thank you, Jesus. Bless his holy name. Bless you, Lord. Amy has a praise report. Thank you and praise you, Heavenly Father for bringing me financial benefit in the natural for my son. I also give you praise for your incredible grace and strength through another fast. Thank you for loving and helping me. Praise you, Lord. M. Alms has a praise report. Today I was out and about taking care of business with another person. I got very hungry and decided to go stop at this restaurant that begins with an A. With this, a person not thinking because I was very hungry, we went in, I prayed before I sat down over the table, we ordered appetizers. After eating my first appetizer, I noticed in my mouth on the top left side, felt really funny, and with my tongue, I could feel this big jelly bubble like a ball or something, and it was felt like it was moving and immediately I bound it and returned to sender. I pled the blood of Jesus over my mouth. Well, praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. And thanks. Listen to what Claudette says. She starts her day out the right way. She's praising the Lord and thanking him and blessing him. And you know what? He gave her a wonderful testimony in our last praise, but here's the reason why. Father, thank you for another day. I'm so blessed to have In my life, thank you for being my father and provider. Lord, I bless you on today with all my strength, and thank you for your guidance and protection. Father, thank you for a good turn around in the Feed the Streets event. 
May everyone be blessed. Thank you for my new route for my truck. Thank you for a new buyer of Joyce Care. Thank you for my CNA license being restored. Thank you for my student loan being consolidated. Thank you for my siblings and family members' salvation. Thank you for answering all the prayers of those on the Miracle Outreach Ministry Church members. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. And DBD has a praise report. I just want to testify and share about the goodness of our Lord. Our Father is so faithful and so wonderful. His word is true. Many of you have already been aware that on October 7th, the Lord called my husband home to glory a saved man. Hallelujah. He passed away four days before his birthday on our wedding anniversary. That would have been November 17th. Thanksgiving without him was come and gone Christmas and New Year's fast approaching. However, God has been with us through it all and has provided for my son and I with such sweet blessings that it, I get chills just thinking about it. He strengthened, comforted, and brought joy to each of us in every one of those experiences. My son successfully caught up with all his assignments. I'm I'm sleeping better, and we're starting to laugh again. The Word says God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. And I can testify that he did just that, the power of the Holy Spirit rising up within me at the very moment that I needed it to. Saints, we truly can do all things through Christ Jesus I still have moments of missing my husband, and now the ache from it does not feel like it's going to overwhelm me like it used to feel. There's no way we would have been able to get through this loss without the help of the Lord. We are daily looking forward to Christmas, New Year, and onward arm ready, and the Lord will praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, praise you, praise you, Lord. RT says, praise the Lord working in my office today, and one of the customers asked, asked, what church do you go to? I gave the MOM name and number for today and told her the times of service starts, and I told her to call in. Thank you, Lord, for Revelations twelve eleven. And Simon has a praise report. Heavenly Father, thank you for the blessing of the fast with the MOM members. God bless Pastor Sabrina and the church leaders, I lost five pounds through this fast and also has a spiritual cleanse in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. God wins all the time. Yes, Lord, and I thank you, Lord, for helping me and setting me free, too. Praise you, Lord Jesus, and just give you all the praise and all the glory. And now back to you, Pastor Sabrina. These are wonderful praise reports. As usual, praise you, Lord Jesus, for answering our prayers. Amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord and thank him for his goodness. Father, these are wonderful praise reports, amen. Wonderful praise reports. Wonderful, wonderful. You know, Lord... You never fail us. Every time we go on a fast, you bless us. And we want you to know we don't take this for granted. It's important to us. 
that you are in the center of this ministry. It's important to us that you never leave us nor forsake us. It's important to us that you guide us, that you direct us, that you strengthen us, that you lift us up, that you encourage us to grow. It's important to us that you correct us. It's important that you help us to see where we're going astray so that we can yield to you and you can bring us into your way because we want to please you. We want to be please you. We want to be right, we want to be saved, and we want to be whole. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Praise God. Well, amen. Area code 951, you're on the air in Jesus' name. Hi, Dr. Sabrina. Hi. How are you? I'm blessed in you. What can we do um, for you? Right now, um, I'm calling in because I would like to have prayer because I've been experiencing some anxiety and depression over the last year. I, The Lord did take it away for some time. It's, it's been on and off going for, you know, I take that back for about the last four years. And over the last year, it's just really hit me really strong again. And so now I'm starting to feel just headaches that are debilitating. I'm having stomach issues. I'm not able to to sleep through the night. It's like I go to sleep, but then I wake up in the middle of the night. And then sometimes it's hard for me to go to sleep. And so it's just really, it's taking a toll. I am a Christian. I do go to church. Um but this is just this attack this time around is just really bad. What church do you attend? Uh, it's called Living Truth, and it's out here in California. What kind of church is it? It's uh, non-denominational. They do teach the um, the word. Um, you know, the Bible, and they're a very, um, I mean, it's a very good church, sound doctrine, and um, I don't know what else to say, but it is, it's a very, it's a good church. I've had them also uh, pray for me as well. Do they administer deliverance? Uh, I know that they believe in deliverance. I don't know as far as administering it, if they do that. I don't believe so, but they do. Um, I mean, it's not it's not a church where they exercise that all the time. I know that they're a praying church, and they have the elders, and, and um, like I said, they do teach. But as far as doing deliverance, uh, I don't think they really do that. Okay, so I have a question. Why are you depressed? 
why am I depressed? I feel it's more like an oppressed. Um, I have a wonderful husband. I have wonderful children. I do have one of my um, children that has gone astray. Um, This whole thing started when I just had insomnia, you know, four or five years back. And just from that episode, it was almost like that just opened up something. And um, from then on, it's just, like I said, I've just been having, um, I mean, there was a a year in um, 2020, 19 and 20, where I was able to overcome this and I was doing good. And then I had an encounter. My son, he um, has fallen into becoming a a gay and a trans lifestyle. And I had some kind of encounter with him when he was on drugs and he went to Arizona. We went to get him. And I don't, I guess from that point on, when we came back, I saw him behaviors that I kind of had before. And and I just said, oh, no, I think it's just happening again. And I I think that's, that was kind of like a trigger. Hmm. All right. Okay. This is what I want you to say. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come before you. I come before you. I repent of all of my sins. I repent of all of my sins. All of the sins of my family line. All of the sins of my family line. And all the sins of my husband's family line. And all of the sins of my husband's family line. I ask for your forgiveness. I ask for your forgiveness. I ask you to forgive me. 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 For not casting all of my cares upon you. For not casting all of my cares upon you. Instead, I allowed them to pile up on me. Instead, I allowed them to pile up on me. Until they broke me. Until they broke me. Father, teach me to trust you. Father, teach me to trust you. Teach me to trust you to the point. Teach me to trust you to the point. That no matter how hurt I become. No matter how hurt I become. I can run to you. I can run to you. And receive the comfort and assurance. And receive the comfort and assurance that I need. 
can receive the hope. I can receive the hope. Restored. Restore. That has eked out of my life. That has, what was that, leaked out of my life? Yes. Lord, Lord, I let go of my faith. I let go of my faith. I repent of that now. I repent of that now. And I ask you to make me strong in you. And I ask me to make me strong in you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come in agreement with our sister's prayer. We take authority, dominion, and power over the strong men in her life and in her husband's life. And we bind those demons and their treacherous work in their family. In Jesus' name. We ask you, Father, to heal her, to heal her broken heart. The Bible says you heal the broken heart and you bind up their wounds. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I give my son to you. I give my son to you. And I trust you to take care of his life. Trust you to take care of his life. The Bible says, the Bible says, the seed of the righteous shall be delivered. The seed of the righteous shall be delivered. I'm trusting you, Father. I'm trusting you, Father. To deliver my child. To deliver my child. Of all his destruction. Of all his destruction. And to bring him solidly. And to bring him solidly. Into your kingdom. Into your kingdom. I cast all of my care, Lord, upon you. I cast all of my care, Lord, upon you. Because I know you love me. Because I know you love me. And you love my son. And you love my son. And you want him saved more than I do. And you want him saved more than I do. Forgive me for allowing this to come between us. Forgive me for allowing this to become between us. Father, in the name of Jesus, we stand in agreement with our sister's prayer. Now take authority, dominion, and power over the oppression that has piled upon her life over the years in Jesus' name. I bind it in the name of Jesus, and I command it to come up and out of her. Take a deep breath and call from your gut. Deep breath first. Deep breath, call from your gut, and keep doing it. Deep breath. Call from your gut and keep doing. Keep doing. Deep breath from your gut. 
Oppression, make yourself microscopic in Jesus' name and come out of her. Come out of her now. All the thoughts of depression, all the thoughts of this is never going to change, all the thoughts of we're going through this again, all the thoughts of fear are bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of her. All that fear, you come out in Jesus' name. What time I am afraid, I will trust in the Lord. What time I am afraid, I will trust in the Lord. What time I am afraid, I will trust in the Lord. Come out of her. Deep breath and cough. 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 Come out of her. All those spirits in her mind. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we remit her sin of not obeying 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and 5, casting down imagination and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ. We command those lying demons to come out of our mind now. Come out, bound in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for releasing your warring angels against these demons that have fought against her. Come on out. Deep breath and cough. Deep breath and cough. Deep breath and cough. Deep breath and cough. We take authority, dominion, and power over all stress and anxiety. We bind it in the name of Jesus Christ. Come up and out of her. All stress and anxiety come out of her name. You're bound in Jesus' name. We curse the very source of stress in Jesus' name. We curse the bed of anxiety in the name of Jesus. We uproot you out of her life in Jesus' name. Come up and out. Come up and out now in Jesus' name. Come out of her. You cannot stay in Jesus' name. Deep breath and cough. Deep breath and cough. Deep breath and cough. Heaviness, the spirit of heaviness. We take authority, dominion, and power over you in the name of Jesus Christ. We command you to come out of it right now. All of that heaviness and all of that depression, all of that worry, all of that fretting, all of that stress, all of that anxiety, all of that fear, we bind you in Jesus' name. You've got to go now. You must go bound into the cage to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough. Come on out of her. Years and years of stress, I command you to leave now in Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus, I command the root of fear to die and shrivel up in her in the name of Jesus and to come out of her, uprooted in Jesus' name. Go bound into the cage, to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Father, we ask you to restore her faith and to build her up in faith once again. Fill her with your word, Lord. Show her to pray the word of God over every situation in her life in Jesus' name. Pray the scriptures 
over the situations in her life and trust you, Lord, to make the difference. Deep breath and cough again. Now, you need to fast. I need to what? You need to fast. <laughs> Have you ever fasted before? Just fasting in the past. All right. Well, you need to go to the Lord and find out what kind of fast he wants you to get on, but you need to fast. You need to fast. They're demons in your son. And they trans they attack you and they transfer into your very life. Amen. Yes, I believe that. So Father, in the name of Jesus, with the sword of the spirit, I cut her free from every soul tie, ley line, silver cord, garland, chain, fetter, net, yoke, and snare of the devil in Jesus' name. And I command those spirits that have come from her son that have infiltrated her life to be bound in Jesus' name and come out of her. You can't stay there. All that shame you feel, all the rejection that you've experienced, the hostility that you've run into, it's bound in Jesus' name. Cough that out. Deep breath and cough. Cough that out. That's not God. That's the devil. All of the trauma from every encounter with your Ushad Rugusa Runga bound in Jesus' name. By the stripes of Jesus, Father, she has been healed. You need to fast. You need to go to the Lord and ask him the parameters for your fast so that he can give them to you. Do you have a prayer language? No, I don't. I in the past I was starting to, but then I didn't do it after all. Why? When I was started encountering all these things, it it stopped. No, it didn't stop. You stopped. <laughs> Heavenly Father, repeat after me, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I repent. I repent. Of neglecting the gift. Of neglecting the gift. Of speaking in tongues. Of speaking in tongues. That you gave to me. That you gave to me. I ask for your forgiveness. I ask for your forgiveness. And I ask you to restore my prayer language. And I ask you to restore my prayer language. Father, we come in agreement with our sister in Jesus' name. Now we take authority, dominion. I bind that false religious spirit in Jesus' name. Now, after we pray for you, people can't come up to you in your church with their hands all over you trying to pray for you. Understand? Or their spirits will be in you. Yes, I do. You understand? Okay. Yes, I do. 
Now we bind those religious spirits that have been in your life for a long time, and we command them to come out of you in Jesus' name and never return. All these spirits that have left, they can never return in Jesus' name. Now you take a deep breath, take a deep breath, and release your prayer language. Receive ye the Holy Spirit. Just let it out. You got to open your mouth. You know, like something's going on in my head. I'm sorry. No, dear. Okay. We bind what's going on in your head. What's coming? What's going to go on in you is coming up from your belly. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. We curse those interfering thoughts in your head, and we circumcise them from you with the sword of the Spirit in Jesus' name. Now you take a deep breath, and you focus on Jesus, and you allow whatever to come, that comes out to come out in the name of Jesus. We bind unbelief and fear in Jesus' name. Give it some volume. Keep going. Focus on the Lord. Focus on his mercy and his love. Come on. be in prayer. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to spend the next three days singing blood songs to Jesus. I want you to spend the next three days singing blood songs to Jesus. Do you know what I mean by that? I go and I look for the songs that have to do with the blood of Jesus. That's right. Do you know any of them? I was pulling some up in YouTube, and but I don't know of any like old hymnal type of songs. Other oh, than "Wash Me," the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus, it washes white as snow. You know that one? No, but I will. That's pretty simple. Yes, it is. Brother Bill, if you'll post the the blood songs in the chat room, have you been on our webpage? I've been on your webpage before. Okay. Well, Brother Bill is going to post them in the chat room, in the MIC chat room. Many okay. of the blood songs that we that we sing, that should make okay. it a little easier for you. All right? Father, in the name of All Jesus, right. we ask that you take her deliverance to completion, Lord, and that you seal her with your very presence and love, Father. We ask, Father, that you help her faith to grow, 
and that she will believe the scriptures and trust you with all of her heart and lean not to her own understanding in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Doctor. Good. Call us back, too. God bless you. We love you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Amen. Area code 772, you're on the air in Jesus' name. Area code 772. Okay, they've stepped away. Or they're saying dropped, whichever the case may be. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. So we're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning... The World Economic Forum held the Sustainable Development Impact Meetings towards the end of September 2022, convening at the same time as the United Nations General Assembly. In those meetings, UN officials declared that they apparently, use the expression, own the science. They also admitted to, among other things, partnering with Google to censor search results that don't fit the official narrative, and ensure their propaganda is top of the list in relation to things such as COVID-19 and climate change in order to shape public opinion. Partnering with big tech social media companies to boost propaganda messaging on things such as COVID-19 and climate change in order to change and shape public opinion, giving millions to social media influencers to spout their propaganda for them in order to shape public opinion. We own the science, and we think that the world should know it, and the platforms themselves also do. If you Google climate change, you will, at the top of your search, you will get all kinds of UN resources. Another really key strategy we had was to deploy influencers. Influencers who were really keen, who have huge followings, but really keen to help carry messages that were going to serve their communities, and they were much more trusted than the United Nations. This idea that all speech is not true is not true during the World Economic Forum Sustainable development impact meetings in September 2022, the unelected globalists held a panel on tackling disinformation where participants from the UN, CNN, and Brown University discussed how to best control narratives. Melissa Fleming, Undersecretary General for Global Communications at the United Nations, highlighted that the U.N. had partnered with several big tech companies, including TikTok and Google, to control COVID and climate narratives while claiming we own the science, controlling the climate change narrative. Fleming remarked that the U.N. had partnered with Google so that the unelected globalist authoritative narratives would appear at the top of search results. We partner with Google, said Fleming, adding, for example, if you Google climate change, 
you will at the top, you're going to get UN resources. So they tinkered with the system. Well, they did worse than that. I won't go into that. But they changed it so that no matter what you type into Google, you're going to get what they want, not what you're really looking for. You're not going to get any narrative that says something they don't agree with. That's the bottom line. We are becoming more proactive. We own the site. And we think that the world should know it and that the platforms themselves too. So the unelected globalist efforts to, on narrative control didn't end with partnering with Google to manipulate search results on climate change. Fleming also highlighted that the UN worked with TikTok on a project called Team Halo to boost COVID messaging coming from the medical and scientific communities on the Chinese-owned video-sharing platform. We had another trusted messenger project, which was called Team Halo, where we trained scientists around the world and some doctors on TikTok. And we had TikTok working with us, she said. The UN claims to own the science, but if we take a closer look at who funds the UN, directing and coordinating authority on international health, the World Health Organization, we get a clearer picture of who is really calling the shots. Historically, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, along with the Gates-backed GABI Vaccine Alliance, have contributed more to the World Health Organization program budget than all member nations, save two, the U.S. and the U.K. Who owns the science again? During the recent World uh, World Economic Forum panel, the UN Global Communications Rep went on to admit that people didn't trust institutions like the UN when it came to information related to COVID. And so to counter this, the UN looked to influencers to get its message across to, through the back door. Now we know what back door they use. Another really key strategy we had was to deeply employ influencers, she said, adding influencers who were really keen, who have huge followings, but really keen to help carry messages that were going to serve their communities. Amen? So they they plotted, they planted, and they executed. The idea of infiltrating and subverting Online groups from within by targeting influencers mirrors recommendations coming out of a Google-backed RAND report published in April 2021. According to the report's policy recommendations, conspiracists have their own on whom they lean to support and strengthen their views, and their reliance on these experts might limit the impact of formal outreach by public health professionals. Our review of the literature shows that one alternative approach could be to direct outreach toward moderate members of those groups who could, in turn, exert influence on the broader community, the report went on to say. Commercial marketing programs use a similar approach when they engage social media influencers or brand ambassadors who can then credibly communicate advantages 
of a commercial brand to their own audiences on social media. Moderating the Tackling Disinformation panel was the World Economic Forum Managing Director Adrian Monk, who in recent months has been name-calling critics of the World Economic Forum and and components of its Great Reset Agenda as white supremacists and anti-Semites engaged in far-right disinformation campaigns. When addressing CNN's Rachel Smolkin, Monk said that CNN was part of a political war strategy to own the narrative. CNN is both an organization that's trying to make sense of the world and trying to establish the fact. It is also a part of the political war on who owns the narrative. He said, CNN received 3.6 million in donations from none other than the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the same organization that's been heavily invested in the World Health Organization. The investigation revealed that Gates had also donated a whopping $319 million to many of the biggest and most influential corporate news outlets in the world. You can't serve God and mammon, who really engaged the political war on who owns the narrative again. Speaking of owning narratives, last year, the World Health, uh, no, the World Economic Forum launched the Great Narrative Initial Initiative as a sequel to the Great Reset, with the goal of reshaping all aspects of society and the global economy. The idea of a great narrative is something that the French philosopher Jean-Francois Lyotard called a grand narrative, also known as meta-narrative, which, according to those notes, functions to legitimize power, authority, and social customs, everything that the Great Reset is trying to achieve. Once the Great Reset has its great narrative implemented, and any opposing narrative can be dismissed as disinformation, conspiracy theories, or extremism, Uh that must be censored and suppressed for the greater collective good. In one single World Economic Forum panel on tackling disinformation, we saw unelected globalists claim, and they keep doing it over and over again, that people who question the vaccine narrative seizing the opportunity of people being afraid to inject disinformation. According to Fleming, People who are very active in the anti-vaccine scene and others were seizing the opportunity of people being so afraid. Injecting disinformation and misleading information, fueled also by some leaders in government. However, it was the UK's King Charles III, Prince of Wales at the time of the Great Great Reset launch, who said, In June 2020, we have a golden opportunity to see something good from this crisis. Its unprecedented shockwaves may well make people more receptive to big visions of change. Similarly, 
World Economic founder Klaus Schwab said that the pandemic represented a rare but narrow window of opportunity to initiate the Great Reset Agenda. If anyone was seizing the opportunity to exploit people's fears during the pandemic, unelected globalists and the British crown could certainly be at the top of that list. On the subject of free speech, Brown University's Claire Wardle, who is a self-styled as one of the world's leading experts on misinformation, told the World Economic Forum Disinformation Panel that she was frustrated that people couldn't have a more nuanced conversation about speech as she simultaneously engaged in a new in in a nuanced conversation about speech. It allows for nuanced conversation by default. However, that didn't stop Wardle from complaining about free speech, even as she was actively participating in it in real time. I just wish we could have a more nuanced conversation about speech, she said. This idea that all speech is equal is not true. And I wish we could just have that conversation properly, she added, as she had exactly that type of conversation. By declaring they own the science, partnering with big tech companies to manipulate search results to influence public opinion, and pouring millions of dollars into media outlets, the unelected globalists are once again showing their true colors for all to see. Owing the science leads to owning the narrative. Owning the narrative means controlling thought and speech. Controlling thought and speech. Controlling thought and speech means the end of free society. Welcome to the Great Reset. The unelected globalist authoritarian attempts to remake society out of the destruction of the old are becoming increasingly more obvious and desperate as the people's trust in the global elites continues to crumble. Adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the widow of Vineyard USA founder John Wimber, along with several, several former church board members, have hit Anaheim pastors Allen and Catherine Scott with a $62 million fraud lawsuit nearly a year after the couple announced that the church would break away from the charismatic denomination in a complaint filed November 10th in the California Superior Court for Orange County, Carol Wimber Wong and eight former members of the denomination claims the Scott sought the positions of senior pastor of Vineyard Anaheim in December 2017 with the deceitful motive of controlling tens of millions of dollars of assets and dissociating with Vineyard USA. In March, Scott, who with his wife, Catherine, had led the former Vineyard Anaheim Church since 2018, announced the church would be dissociating from Vineyard USA without giving a specific reason for the decision. In April, the church was renamed the Dwelling Place. The lawsuit called Alan Scott's claim that he and his wife were called by God to leave the denomination, an example of his spiritual manipulation and deception. They alleged that in the Scott's job interview, the couple claimed 
they would keep the Anaheim Vineyard in the Vineyard Movement Worldwide and in the Vineyard USA. The couple was hired, the lawsuit said. Based according to the lawsuit, the Scots always intended to remove Anaheim Vineyard, and it's, oh, my goodness, $62 million in assets from the worldwide vineyard movement. Prior to coming to the United States, the Scots had led a vineyard congregation in Northern Ireland but resigned from their positions due to dissatisfaction with the denomination. The lawsuit cites a 2017 letter written by Alan Scott in which the pastor expressed his distaste for the Vineyard Movement and Vineyard USA, saying it's not an environment where we would want to plant our lives and raise our girls. The couple, the lawsuit claims, only became interested in leading the Anaheim Church once they learned how much money was involved. Wow. They had no intention of applying for the vacant senior position until learning of Anaheim Vineyard's substantial assets and knew that keeping Anaheim Vineyard in the worldwide vineyard movement was a material term of being hired as the senior pastors, it says. The plaintiffs asked the county to return control of the dwelling place to former board members and to block the Scots from removing the church from Vineyard USA. Vineyard Anaheim, planted in 1977 by the Wimbers, is widely considered to be the mother church of the Vineyard movement. Today, Vineyard is a network of over 1,500 churches worldwide. The move to dissociate from the Vineyard movement was widely criticized by Vineyard church leaders and members of the Wimber family. Wimber Wong previously accused the Scots of stealing their brother's house and of actions that are screaming dishonor. Jay Pathak, the National Director of Vineyard USA, previously said that while Vineyard Anaheim was not the first Vineyard Church, it was undoubtedly the church through which the Vineyard Movement was built, hosting conferences for Vineyard leaders at least twice a year through the 80s and 1990s. Thousands of pastors and leaders who call the Vineyard Movement their families have had profound life-shaping encounters with God at Vineyard Anaheim, he said. In a November 22nd message, Panthic said Vineyard USA is not involved in the lawsuit and that the plaintiffs are acting on their own accord. In a statement, church leaders also said Vineyard USA has also been providing pastoral care and support to numerous individuals who have been deeply impacted by the situation at Dwelling Place Anaheim. Vineyard USA remains committed to care for those who are affected by the decisions made by vineyard leaders while members of a vineyard church associated at the time with Vineyard USA, it said. During the church's November 20th service, Alan Scott addressed the recent lawsuit claiming the Dwelling Places Board of Directors had attempted to resolve it in a peaceful way, in a biblical way. Despite our efforts in that, that just hasn't been possible, he said. Adding the lawsuit is the result offering of obedience, and it's our offering of obedience that gets us into these moments, and it's our offering of obedience that takes us through these moments. The days ahead in this will be challenging, he said. The desire of the enemy is always to cause division and to cause pain in moments like this. 
Amen. Praise the Lord. All right. We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. If you live in a major city in America, then you have probably been well aware of the black Hebrew Israelites for a few decades. But for many other Americans, their members, their influence, and their beliefs are coming as quite a revelation. In the early 1990s, while walking the streets of Manhattan, before an outreach service one Saturday afternoon, I heard a loud voice booming through a PA system. When I got closer to the sound, I was surprised to see a small crowd of listeners, all of them black, listening carefully to the speaker who was standing on the platform with bodyguards standing on the street in front of him. Their outfits, which looked like a cross between Star Wars and some type of angelic garb, were striking. However, it was their words which struck harder. They were quoting the Bible and some other books, even using occasional Hebrew words. Immediately, I realized who they were. They, they taught that they were the original and true Israelites and that white Jews like me were not real Jews. Rather, we are the manifestation of Satan. I politely challenged the speaker, asking him why Hitler wanted to kill us if we weren't real Jews to which he gave a very weak reply, instead trying to provoke the crowd against me. Then I shouted to everyone, these men are preaching a religion of hate. Jesus preached a religion of love. One day we will both be at the bottom of the barrel and we will need each other. The response from the crowd was quick, death to the white man, death to America. For my more recent encounter with these men, this time in Charlotte, North Carolina, where I called out their racism and bigotry and told them they needed Jesus. Over the years, however, these black Hebrew Israelites, who have many different groups and divisions among them, have continued to grow and expand their influence to the point that they appear to have well over one million adherents nationwide. More tellingly, millions more black Americans are sympathetic to their viewpoints. Now, with ye, formerly known as Cain West, and Kyrie Irving disseminating their teaching with videos of hundreds of their adherents marching through Brooklyn chanting that we are the real Jews and it's time to wake up. This sect can no longer be ignored. They were marching to the Barclays Center in Brooklyn in support of Irving where his Brooklyn Nets basketball team plays. Christian apologists have become more aware of this cult in recent years, addressing the very real need to refute. Their biblical, theological, and historical errors. All right, so I won't go on to finish that. I'll let you all finish reading that. Now, we're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge. It has come to light that Czech giant Apple has restricted the use of airdrop in communist China where citizens are protesting the regime's implementation of yet another round of Wuhan coronavirus lockdown. In support of the Chinese Communist Party and its ongoing Fauci flu tyranny, Apple is making it as difficult as possible for protesters to communicate with one another via, via Apple devices such as iPhones. The unrest began, in case you missed it, after an apartment building in Uromqui caught fire. Everyone was locked inside with welded shut doors due to China's COVID-0 lockdown rules. 
which resulted in up to 40 people being burned alive. For the next roughly 100 days, residents of that area are being forced to stay inside to stay safe. And Apple is doing its part to help the CCP squelch all opposition protests. Before Apple shut down its Foxcom iPhone production facilities at the start of the pandemic, Apple might as well be an extension of the CCP. Until recently, Chinese citizens were using Apple, were using, where did I, Apple, in case you are familiar with it, ooh, okay, there we go. Apple's airdrop to bypass the CCP's highly restrictive censorship regime. Airdrop, in case you are familiar with it, allows Apple device users to communicate directly with no monitoring or censorship by local or state authorities. Apple responded to this free speech attempt by implementing new rules for airdrop in China that allow for just 10 minutes of use at a time. This has made it hard for protesters and activists to communicate and to coordinate on the ground. The infamous Hong Kong protests also saw widespread use of airdrop, at least until the CCP started brutally censoring it there as well with the help of Apple. Apple has helped Beijing to suppress public dissent multiple times, mostly by complying with its request to remove apps used by protesters for information and communication about Apple's new airdrop feature update. Apple also helped the Chinese Communist Party users from remaining private by banning VPNs in the region. So I'm not going to finish that now because we are running out of time, very much so. And so, Brother Marshall, if you would, sir, we're ready to pray. I think we've we've investigated enough of it, and we know what God's trying to do here. So we thank him for his adjudications in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Father, I know in the natural, none of us are righteous. He said, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. But we thank you that you've given unto man, you render unto man your righteousness, just like you said in Job 33:26. And we do thank you that Jesus loves us, that even while we were sinners, Christ died for us. So, Father, we pray for those who despitefully use us, and we ask you to intervene in these, all these different situations. We ask your divine intervention and adjudication in each and every one, Father God, in Jesus' name. In the, in the business with the people from the U.N., thinking that they own the science, they own the narrative, they own the people, they want to control their hearts, what, their minds? They want to control society. Why would they want to do this? To create a, their own version of science, like Fauci used to say, I am science. We bind the spirit of arrogance and pride and rebellion against the Most High God. So whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. In agreement, according to Matthew 18, 18. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. And I can't do it myself apart from you, Lord Jesus. But together with the Lord Jesus, as the body of Christ, we bind everyone who's ungodly spirits coming against the body of Christ globally, not just the United States, but emanating from the U.N. and those that the financial and the other influencers, the world influencers, Father God, the so-called global elite, not just the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and the WEF, but all those people 
feeding money into the U.N. and feeding money into all those different influencers to get their particular propaganda spread abroad as being, oh, that's correct, and everybody else is a conspiracy theorist, which I think was a term that came up from, was came, uh, founded by the CIA. Isn't that interesting? So, Father, we ask for your divine intervention in every one of these areas because we know our battle is not against flesh and blood. We don't just hate the CIA. We don't hate the U.N. We love every human being. We love every. We don't care what they look like on the outside, but you, Lord, you know what people are like on their hearts and their inside, because you look at the heart. And we ask you to save those that can be saved, Father, because there's so many in the valid decision right now, Father God, in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Father God, the amazing thing that you did when you sent Jesus to hang on that cross, we, because you're a just God and you absolutely you hate sin every day absolutely detest every type of, every one of Satan's little schemes and plans to steal, kill, and destroy. But you love the people. And since many of the people have listened to Satan so long, they think it's the truth. And forgive me, Father, because I did that too. I was even in some of those phony Bibles for years and years and years, and I thought they were true. It was it 15 years in the NIV and, 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 and 10 years in the New King James? I thought it was real. New King James was a little bit better. Didn't have quite so many things left out. But, Father, twisted. But, Father God, we thank you, Lord, that you're changing us all because you want us to face, to look into your face. And in your presence is fullness of joy. From glory to glory, we are being changed. Help, us, help me and all of us to change. And all those that can be changed, including those trying to bring division in the body of Christ through this vineyard movement, Father God. And I don't know how pure the origins of the vineyard movement are, but it sounds like there's some people there that um, are concerned more about dollars than, than the kingdom of the living God. Because the kingdom of God is not financial. There's, there's a spirit of mammon going on there, Father God. Why would people do that? We're supposed to take wrong rather than, than to defraud our brother. Father, we ask you, Father, your divine intervention adjudication. We thank you for Jesus, for giving Jesus all that power in heaven and earth, just like it says in Matthew 28, 18. And make all I, I commit my works unto the Lord that my thoughts may be established, and I bind every spirit of vain imagination continually, instantly, immediately for me and those I can stand in for in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Jesus. It's clearly t- d- depicted that you have all power. And it says, Thou hast broken the yoke of his burden. You did that for the Israelites, the real Israelites, Father God. You hast broken the yoke of his burden, the staff of his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor, as in the day of Midian. For every battle of the wars with confused noise and garments rolled in blood. But this shall be with burning and fuel of fire. Because, Jesus, you provided yourself a lamb for a burnt offering. When that blood came out, that was the very, our God is a consuming fire. That you were accepting the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus, Father. We thank you for the burning, the fuel of fire, by the blood of Jesus that burns out the old marshal, the old man. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name, the name above all names, his name should be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David, upon his kingdom, to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord, Lord of hosts, will perform this. We ask for divine help and intervention in every one of these things, divine adjudication, because the Most High ruleth the kingdom of men, give it to whomsoever he will. You had to lift one up and put another one down, like it says in Psalm 75. And where the name of the Lord is, cut up there is much power. To, to many as received, to them gave he power to 
become the sons of God, to them that believe on his name. When we drink into one spirit, we thank you for that power of your spirit. We can't do it, but you do it through us. We thank you for raining down righteousness. We thank you for sending the Holy Ghost to bring conviction. We thank you for drawing multitudes in the valid decision of the Lord Jesus. And we ask for your divine intervention, Father God, against all those. And I don't know about this, Alan and Catherine Scott that came from, where was it, uh, Ireland or someplace to, to California. I don't know their motives, but you know their hearts, Lord. We ask for a divine intervention in adjudication. If they're in the wrong or the right in this business, Father God, I don't know. Maybe if, if, if they're really true saints, Father God, they'll just say, oh, we don't care about the money. We just want to serve God, and they'll just walk away from it. I don't know. Maybe, they, maybe they're right. I have no idea. But you know everything, Lord. So we ask for intervention, Father God, in every one of these areas. And, Father, cause many that have been, I know many have gone to, I went to visit a vineyard church a couple of times. And the head pastor of that church, I asked him, by the way, how do you know you're going to heaven when you die? And he stumbled and fumbled, and he, he couldn't even tell me the basic gospel. I was like, oh, my, that's a challenge. And then, but what? But one of the Sunday school teachers could. I thought, well, at least they got a Sunday school teacher that knows what's going on. That's that's good. And then why do they have? Why do they have in the in the uh, what do you call it? The, the Episcopal Church used to call it a Northex. I don't know what's a conventional kind of church. They have what? They have uh, the the Marine gods being honored. The, you know, the, the god of Starbucks being honored. What about people who want to fast? Is that a little bit of a challenge going to church if they have a Starbucks right there when you first walk in? I don't know if that really honors God. But, Father God, I'm not so sure about the vineyard movement in, in general, Father God. Maybe that was unique to that particular one in this area. I don't know. I didn't go there again. But I have some family members who have gone there more than once. Kind of a sudden, some, pe- some people at the church I used to be involved with think it's a pretty terrific place. Oh, some of the people, oh, my goodness, they really think it's real. I don't know whether it is or not, Father God, but you know everything. So, Father, we ask you to draw many that have been bewitched from all these different cults, including this black Hebrew Israelite movement. And, Father, it sounds like some of the people, especially some of those um, influencers that are pushing it, Father God, some of them may have been involved in um, the mind control thing that the CIA used to do when they get people controlled by fear, and then they have handlers to tell them what to do, and then they have to obey them, where they may not even know what they're doing. So, Father God, we bind up every one of these spirits, all the spirits causing ungodly mind control, because this says some people are not only going about deceiving others, they themselves are deceived. They might actually think they're the real Israelites. Maybe a few of them are. I know some of the people, the Ethiopian eunuch, he was pretty on the dark-skinned side. That doesn't really matter. God looks at the heart. But he accepted Jesus big time. He accepted the love of God. And that God, that if, if we love God, we'll love one another. We're not going to hate America. We're not going to hate whites just because they happen to be born white. Is that a sin to happen to, what about people who happen to be born yellow or happen to be born brown or whatever? Is that a sin? I, I, Father God, you love everybody, the Renskid people, everybody. You love every human being. Red and yellow, black and white, they're precious in his sight. Everyone are precious in your sight. That's where Jesus hung on the tree for the joy set before him. Many, many people are showing us the way from the original Native Americans who are willing to forgive the horrific things that were done to them by the, the U.S. government at the time when they gave them those nice blankets with the smallpox. They did that to them. Some of the people in the black community might be willing to forgive the government when they were doing little experiments. Where was it, Tuskegee or wherever it was, giving some of those black men syphilis and didn't treat them? They could have given them penicillin or something. They could have helped them. 
But no, they're just doing little experiments. And that's not a nice thing to do, to harm other human beings, create an image of God. Maybe they don't think they're human beings. So, Father God, some of these people might be global elite mind control people. And, Father God, and those people that are serving Satan, including in the Apple structure, Father God, that are working with the CCP, shutting off the airdrop and and banning VPNs so people can't communicate because they don't want their dear buddies at the CCP who are trying to lock people in their apartment buildings to burn them alive. Father God, it sounds like there's some nasty things going on in the world, but you can rescue us all. You said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. We're all whosoever's. So we take the cup of salvation, and we can't do it, but because of the blood of Jesus. And you said, when I see the blood upon the houses where you are, the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. And because of that blood of Jesus, because he's filling us with his spirit, Satan, you're bound. Everyone, every underlings are bound, coming against all these people seeking to kill, steal, and destroy. Not just those at Apple, those from the black uh, Hebrew Israelites, those involved with this vineyard lawsuit movement, and those at the U.N. trying to control the propaganda and the mind control, trying to control the thoughts and minds and hearts of people to do things that are unconscionable, to basically give, their abil- give up their ability to submit themselves to the true and living God, to be controlled by what? By people who serve mammon, people who serve a different God, a false God, the God of the medical tyranny, the God of fascism, which was a whole lot what World War II business was like. Father, we bind up every one of these ungodly spirits in Jesus' name because of the bloody covenant. Satan, you're bound to everyone. Underlings are bound from our positions. He doesn't have any places in Christ Jesus, according to Ephesians chapter 2, 4 to 6. Proverbs 18, 10, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous went into it. They're safe in you, Lord Jesus. We live and move and have our being seated with you in heavenly places. Looking down from up in that position, we look down beyond the third heaven, into the second heaven, Satan, all your underlings, everyone, that we forbid the flow of power communication to go from the second heavens to earth, to all those who have intercedent for, all those on harm's way that have been influenced by the UN, by this division in the so-called body of Christ involved with vineyard, the so-called uh, kind of black Hebrew movement, and the, the people in Apple coming against one of the largest Christian nations, China. Yeah, there's a whole lot of people who actually believe in Jesus, and they're willing to put their lives on the line. Father, we ask you to rescue our brothers and sisters all over the globe, those that have been, that, those that have been pigeonholed, those that have been selected by the devil for destruction. We ask you to rescue them. Your arm's not too short to save. Satan, you're bound. All your underlings are bound. Every spirit of insanity, mass psychosis, every spirit of mammon, every spirit of kunabatera, galavaita, asmodis, asmodis, incubus, all heads and tails cut off, descaled, thrust in the cage, locked in, gags from the mouth of every ungodly spirit. And we thank you, Father, that more with us than with them. We ask you to loose and your obedient angels. You said whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. Send your obedient angels to fight for us according to kunabatera, uh, Matthew 26, 53, and according to 2 Kings chapter 6, during verse 16. Thank you. The more with us than with them. Thank you for sending your beating angels to fight for all of your servants and those coming into the body of Christ in every nation, not just in China, not just in California, not just in Brooklyn. That's not a nation, but in the United States, every nation, Father God, all the nations involved with the U.N., Father God, all the nations of all those being involved and influenced by the WF. We ask you to rescue the people, Father God, in Europe and every nation, Father God, in Canada. We thank you for the truckers that stood up in Canada, Father God. We thank you for giving them Holy Ghost boldness. They actually thought they elected their government. They actually believed the narrative they were told. Uh, they didn't know that their elections were controlled, kind of like they have been here, and maybe for many years. Father God, we ask you to open people's eyes and minds and hearts, and not just to the nonsense, 
but to the reality that Jesus loves us because perfect love casts out all fear and that we will run to Jesus because his arms are open wide to everyone who comes to him in faith saying, help me, because I can't do it. None of us can do it. Pat Holiday said, nobody can overcome the devil in their own strength, and I know I can't, but you're in us. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. By your spirit, Lord, it's not by might, it's not by power, it's by your spirit. Satan, you're bound, all your underlings are bound, every spirit of ungodly fear is bound, every spirit of ungodly mind control is bound, coming from all those people trying to control people through fear, trying to control people through the sacrifices of financial sacrifices, sexual sacrifices, every type of sacrifice to Satan, which have been burgeoning all over the place, from the pedophilia and, all, and worse than that, cannibalism. Father God, we ask you to rescue all the children, not just those in China, all the children, those involved in the vineyard movement, all the children, those involved in the different cults, Father God, the black Hebrew Israelite movement, all the children being sucked into these cults and, and the medical tyranny cult. Deliver the children. Some of them actually thought they were real believers in Jesus. Well, this is the science we want to protect our family. Well, it doesn't make sense to, to believe lies if somebody don't agree one with another. But, of course, they couldn't find out the truth because of what was going on. Father, we ask you to blast through what's going on, even as we prayed before, and we know you're doing it. We know you're hastening your word to perform it. Because you said in your word, Jesus speaking, and Matt, your words forever settled in heaven. As Pastor Sabrina pointed out earlier, everything, heaven and earth is going to pass away, but your word remains. Your word remains the same. And Jesus says, fear them not, therefore, in Matthew 10:26, for there's nothing covered that shall not be revealed and hid that shall not be known. I thank you for Pastor Sabrina finding all these interesting Woo, amazing things and a lot more information than we can possibly digest in 10 minutes. So, Father God, we thank you, Father God, for exposing what's going on and bringing it to light. We thank you, Father God, for waking up the body of Christ all over the earth, Father God. And we thank you for Tommy Hicks' vision, assuming that was given by you. And Pat Holly certainly believed it was. And we're hearing a lot of other people that are leaning in that direction, too, Father God, that, that you're going to wake up the body of Christ because there is... The, the, the Satanists, the people that, that want to worship Satan, they believe in a global, their version of a, of a great reset, but we believe in a great awakening, Father God. You've done it before, you're going to do it even greater, because the, 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 the latter temple is greater than the former temple, and we are the body of Christ, the temple of God. So we hold fast the rejoicing of the hope, firm unto the end, because the joy of the Lord is our strength. So we keep rejoicing the Lord anyway. If the pilgrims could do it, and half of them died the first winter they were here. And we thank you for those Native Americans, the Indians that helped them. Help us all to show love one to another, even if we don't look the same, even if we have different cultural backgrounds, Father God. If those Native Americans, the, the American Indians that were here before the European settlers came in, if they can show love, how about people that call themselves Christians to show love? Everywhere, even in California. Because you can do exceeding abundance. <laughs> And we ask you to do something. We're all asking in agreement because of Matthew. Your word is by the Son of the truth on earth, it is anything you ask, it shall be done in my Father's name. And we thank you, Father, for doing so. We thank you for your arms not too short to say. We thank you for your perfect, perfect love. Because even while we are sinners, Christ God, God, sir, but now we have to justify my love to God as if we never did. Let you die. 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 Let
I said to ungodly fear, dead to the what if, dead to the fraud, dead to worrying about my family, and I think of them as a I've heard it. I've heard it before. We have to give our family Thank you. 
Amen and amen. We're all in agreement. Amen. In Jesus' name.